Comic Book Club News gives you the comic book news you need to know first thing in the morning every weekday in the form of digestible three to five minute long podcasts. Comic Book Club News recaps breaking news stories from Marvel, DC Comics, and beyond Monday through Friday. New episodes drop 6 a.m. ET in the Comic Book Club News feed so they're ready for you when you're ready for the day. Comic Book Club News. You hear it second or third, possibly fourth. Not podcasts. Alex's new poetry course. <laughs> going pretty well. This is Riverdale After Dark. After Dark. I don't know what was creepier, the intro music or whatever that was. Yeah, that was. I was just trying out my Jughead, but I I'm not like Jughead. I like that. Yeah. I like that. Thank You're you. You're the Jughead of the trio of us. Yes. Well, I'm Alex. Yeah. I'm Justin. I'm Pete. And as we said, this is Riverdale After Dark, an unofficial Riverdale aftercast. Can we call it that? Is yeah, that it's fair? Aftercast. That's a cool way of saying it. Yeah, it's real cool. Now this it's is gonna a be postcast. A postcast. Oh. Right. There we go. So we do a regular live show in New York called Comic Book Club for the Nerdist Network. That happens every Tuesday. Totally free. Please tell your friends. Good night. But this costs a lot of money. Yeah. Oh, man. The budget. You wouldn't believe the champagne we <laughs> pop in in here. Yes. Uh, we're popping it because we're very excited about the third episode oh, of Riverdale man. just on the CW. So before we get into the episode itself, we should do a quick bringing you up to speed. So in the first couple of episodes, we learned about Riverdale. We learned about Archie and Betty and Veronica and Jughead and all the rest of the gang mm. and how things are not going to be quite the same. There's a darkness to this town. It's the town with pep, but it's actually the town with uh, evil. Oh. What's the opposite of pep? Poop. Oh. No, I don't think that's right. Oh, no? It sounds like it. Sleepiness. Sleepiness is not. It's the town with uh, a hangover. Oh, yeah, that's probably right. Uh, so what's important to know going into this episode? I mean, certainly you need to know that Jason Blossom has been killed. His sister, Cheryl, has just been arrested for his murder, or at least we think. That's what's going on. Uh, we also found out that Jason died a week after we thought he did. Mm. Archie has some information on it. Betty and Veronica are kind of just starting to get into the love triangle thing, but not really with Archie that we know well from the comic books. And Jughead is friends with Archie again. I think that yeah. pretty much covers it, right? That's basically it. Uh, Archie's having an affair with his teacher, Miss oh, Grundy, right, which that. is a major point. Yep. Uh, but otherwise, yeah, I think that's about where we are with the show. All right, well, let's talk about... Archie's Jack, too. <laughs> oh, yeah, Archie's Super Jack. There was... How many scenes? Were Work there? construction for one summer, guys. Super Jack. He looked at four cinder, block, cinder blocks over the course That's of the That's how week. it works in CW land. It's yeah. crazy. There's been a shirtless Archie scene every episode so far. 
Yeah. Yeah. You first episode, the... Through the Window. Second episode, he was running hot and sweaty. We talked about that a lot last time. Yeah. And then this episode, he was in the locker room and totally shirt off. Oh. Totally shirts off in the <laughs> locker room. Just the way it was meant to be. Shirts off, arch yeah. off. Shirts off, butts up, let's change our clothes. If you're KJ Apo who's playing Archie, are you like, yeah, this is what I signed up for. That's cool. How do you yeah. feel about that? That dude doesn't ever want to put a shirt on. What are you right? talking about? I this mean, if like I was that jacked, I wouldn't have a problem with taking my shirt yeah, off. Yeah, what if actually that is his shirt, right? Like, he has a muscle shirt that he's wearing, and he's you actually a... You think that's a fake body? I think it's a fake body. That's one oh, of our man. late reveals this season, is that right. his body's bullshit. He takes off... <laughs> So it's like when someone wears a fake tuxedo shirt, but it's with like just yeah, a yeah. jack body. Let me ask you, Pete, how often have you been fooled by a fake tuxedo oh, shirt? Oh, man, <laughs> all the time. No. All right, well, let's talk about this episode. I'm really curious to can hear I, what, can what I, you guys think. Oh, Pete. Yes, I would like right, to go first. Without getting into specifics, well, overall, what did you think about the episode? Best episode ever. What? Interesting. Yes. Okay, I think... I think I know why. Yeah. Oh, go ahead. Why do you think is that it is? because Rage Betty? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude, it was so great. Oh, interesting. This is... I thought you were going to say, is it because of girls in bathing suits? <laughs> no, 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 no. Pete just... could barely care about that. Yeah, I know. Weird. Also could barely care about a dance sequence or anything like that. But, uh, well, no, no, you do care about a dance sequence. Yeah. Um, but, uh, but yeah. You you like Rage Betty. This I has been love, the, one of the biggest surprises. Love Rage Betty. Also, my love of this show is growing at a rate that makes me very uncomfortable. <laughs> That's right where we want to be. I started off by being like, this show is ridiculous. I hate this show. I've never been a big fan of the comic, and now I can't wait for the next step. Hilarious. Justin, what about you? How'd you feel about this episode? Uh, it wasn't my favorite episode. I really liked last week's episode because uh-huh. uh, the, uh, the Betty episode, as I call it, was was so good. This episode, I like where the plot's going. It just wasn't my favorite standalone. Dude, fuck you, man, because finally we got to see Archie rolling with Josie and the Pussycats, and that was fucking phenomenal. That was cool. Uh, we learned so much about Archie's future in music. Uh, Betty and Veronica... Played a pretty also, a crazy <laughs> prank on a dude. Yeah, <laughs> that we'll get to that in a nuts. second. Yeah. Uh, I so you, this Alex? is uh, this is the second time I watched the episode. I watched yeah. it through before. I'm not trying to brag, you guys. I'm just trying to say for context. Cool, cool. The first time I watched it, it was so weird. It struck yeah. me as just really weird all over the place. Get rage Betty at the end. It was a crazy thing to happen almost out of nowhere. No but way I, out of nowhere. It's been slowly building. I liked it a lot better watching it the second time. I have to say that I think there's a lot more to pick out that I enjoyed. Uh, ah. I think there's still some stuff that I'll take issue with and I'm sure we're going to get to in a second. But overall, you know, it's I like where they're pushing Betty and Veronica. A Great Veronica. Veronica really? Yeah, because she was like, I will bring the ring. Like, she goes off a little bit, too. Like You, you just don't... like people screaming at people. Yeah. I like when people lose their shit. No. To it me, makes me feel better. To me, this was, uh, as a whole, uh, the Betty and Veronica episode. This cements yeah. their friendship. This episode was all about putting them together so that as this, the series goes on, Archie can just, like, a wedge, a love wedge. Break oh, apart. a love wedge. Yeah. All right. Well, let's talk about the specific plot points. So, as we mentioned, Cheryl is taken in. To the principal's office for murder, as one is always wanted to do. The highest authority in Riverdale <laughs> is the principal's office. Yeah, you absolutely. Would not want to cross that. And then she immediately admits that uh, she did not kill Jason, but she was lying about some stuff. And she reveals what, from her perspective at least, actually happened that night or that day. Which you can't 6 o'clock in the take morning. as yeah. true. 
because she's already lied. So like well, whatever what she said. So we find out that from her perspective, they went out in a boat. Jason wanted to book it out of town. They got on the boat together, went across. We're going to say that Jason drowned. He was going to get in touch in about a couple of weeks, maybe a month or so. And he never did. And that's when she realized he was dead and she started to get sad. Um, do you trust her? No. Uh, no, because why would they dress up to fake his death? They dress right. up. It's like very, it's so ritualistic. Yeah. It, it seems very something else. They were not. They were doing something else there. Um, again, uh, I don't think she's the murderer, but right. I do think that there was something else going on there. There's been it's a lot totally of totally part of the plan. They planned. They they, they planned something. They were going to jump off the boat, and he wasn't going to make. Obviously, it Obviously, Pete, you don't trust redheads I in don't. any aspect of your life. I so don't. this is a clear. Uh, Except for Mary Jane. She's the only one I trust. Oh, from Spider-Man. Yep. Okay. Uh, Yeah, I I don't know. I keep going back and forth about Cheryl. I love still what they're doing with her character in this episode that I do think she's the definitely the bad girl and she's taking i think you mentioned this last episode the mean girl place that veronica has in the comics and i think that's awesome but there's also a real amount of pathos around her and there's a real she's arguably one of the deepest characters in the show i like her a lot i like her character a lot i love her in this like she was like oh my brother would definitely would never be involved in this this football team thing and oh, then yeah, he she was. finds out that he was and she's like truly remorseful and she like feels genuinely bad like she's one you of don't the... know that she's lying the whole time but I, I believe her emotional arc each episode like I even may she may be lying about the details of her brother's death she's but lying. I do think that she is going through shit, real Dude, shit she's playing More you so, right now Betty's emotions are less real than Cheryl's. How dare you say that? Slap about Betty. Pete! Don't <laughs> don't you dare! How slap dare me. you? Don't you say that? Slap you me in the back. middle of our podcast. You can't be physically violent with me. You heard the sound effect. He clearly slapped me, Alex. I can't Pete, believe you didn't put Pete, a stop to that. Pete, do not give him a sticky maple, okay? Do not <laughs> oh, give him a sticky no. maple, dude. We can't joke about that. That's awful. What a great invention. <laughs> <laughs> for the show, that's clearly a meme. Or uh, by now, uh, sure, absolutely. By the time you're uh, listening to this podcast, I'm sure we all have our own sticky maples in America. Now, let me ask you: sticky maple, perhaps in reference to some sort of uh, ejaculate? Oh, what are you doing right so, now? What, what I'm saying is, about? how many things did they go through with the sensors before they landed on sticky maple? Right? You think they went through like a bunch of food products? Like, like they're like loose tomato sauce, something. <laughs> Just the writing process. I'm sure they had a big whiteboard with like big bunch of fluff <laughs> yeah yeah right what about a jello juicer no that's a little weird yeah probably well we're jumping ahead Sorry. a little bit but this does tie into the next thing one of the big plot lines of the episode is that betty is super upset at her journalist mom for just publishing scurrilous rumors just really rude yeah, rumors and she should be yeah her mom went and decides you know what i'm gonna be a journalist and i'm gonna restart the school paper yeah. and break big stories immediately because i'll tell you i was in the school paper in high school and that's exactly what happened yeah i know 100 percent accurate i was in the school paper excuse me in college um oh wow you guys had the same same life yeah we have the same exact life yeah yeah i was high school and college are the uh, Same thing. As we learned um, in our previous podcast. Yes. Um, yeah. I, I will say Betty's mom, first off, her name is Alice Cooper. Yep. That's crazy. <laughs> her name is Alice Cooper. Is it that way in the comics? Is, she, is her name Alice Cooper in the comics? I don't think so. Okay. Uh, but but maybe. I, I didn't look it up. But the fact that her name is Alice Cooper, and like that's just wild. 
and she's a psychopath. Like, right. She's behaving so erratically. This whole episode, she did bribe the coroner to like get all this info about his bot about Jason's body. Like she's a villain. Yeah. The- yeah, so I don't know why you were so surprised when Betty then goes on a kind of like a rage tangent. It's yeah, in the I mean, blood. I'm not something. surprised. I'm saying that's a problem. Yes. I, we also talked about this a little bit last episode, but the adults are a weird thing. Like... Hermione. Adults are weird. Yeah, adults are weird. Yeah. Not we'll like be us kids, kids forever, dude. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you what I like. Uh, Al- not Alice. Hermione and Fred, I think, are both very sympathetic, and they seem to be layered, and they seem to have plot lines going for them. I don't know what you're the rest about. of the adults are just evil. They're just they're yeah. just horrible, horrible parents, including the Blossom parents. You know, they, we get like a little glimpse of them yeah. this episode, but they're the same thing. They're just shrill and angry and upset, and that's pretty much it. Uh, yeah, and uh, to get into that a little bit, there's a in this episode, there's a uh, what is it? A dance or it's yeah. like a it's like a party, I guess, mm-hmm. that Josie and the Pussycats play at, and uh, all the adults are there, and they are just as cat more so catty and argumentative and like childish as the more than the kids. Uh, yeah, this is so. This is something I was going to ask a little bit about later, but there's an interesting detail that they mention at the Taste of Riverdale. Was that what the event was? That's what it was. Yeah, the Taste of Riverdale. Uh, Very cool. That it was a lead up to the Riverdale 75th anniversary jubilee, mm. and that to me seems like. If there's going to be some sort of deep, dark history of Riverdale comes out involving the parents and all of this stuff going yeah, down, that's, that's when what it's leading up to. Oh, yeah. I, I agree Stay with you tuned for that. Nothing. Jebediah Riverdale. Was oh, a, my God. He was in the middle of a love triangle uh-huh. with uh, Goody <laughs> Cooper <laughs> and uh, Lincoln Lodge. Oh, that's and real good. Yeah, it's very I like it. Uh yeah, I mean, I think we're going to see a lot of this stuff go down, and a lot of this is set up, and clearly we have gotten deeper with Fred and Hermione because Veronica and Archie are more sympathetic, at least at this point, uh, than Cheryl. But yeah, Alice Cooper is weird. Yeah. She's super weird. Crazy, the the makeup wiping off scene. I also got to say about Hermione Lodge, is there not a better job in town than diner waitress uh, for she, her? Hey, yeah. why, why are you... That's it's an honest living. No, definitely. But she's someone who like like lived and like went to school. Like I, I sometimes we should mention. You know, sometimes life is hard, and you got to just take a job. Pete, you know? Sorry to interrupt. We should just mention if you're, if you're at home, uh, Justin is currently sitting on a pile of gold like a dragon. Yeah, I, yeah. I'm very wealthy. I would never. What, what is a diner? <laughs> <laughs> Is that like a uh, four-star restaurant for poor people? Right, and instead of steaks, there's uh, worse steaks. Worse steaks, <laughs> yes. Yeah. That is accurate, actually. It's yeah, no, accurate. no, I know. Have no, you I'm not trying it? to say I like diners. I go to diners. I'm just saying she looks ridiculous in that. The How outfit. dare you? That she looks fantastic in that outfit. What are you? What is this axe you're grinding? I don't know. I, don't I just, I just think, I it's, think he likes you're her. just saying ridiculous like things. Hermione Do you like Veronica's mom? She seems like a nice lady. Oh, I nice like the lady fact that a nice lady. Uh, I just like the fact that you know she's rolling up her sleeves and getting stuff done, taking care of business. To be fair and seriously, I think they did establish that nobody wanted her to work for them because of because whatever of went. Yeah, the yeah. scandal that went down. Right. I guess uh, yeah, Frank Andrews. did Yeah, that. I mean, and she went. So get fed. off her back. 
Jesus, Pete. Pete. Oh my God! You're right, real I want to get back. Fetishist. I want to talk about the newspaper a little bit more because right. the blue and gold. The, is that what it's called? The blue and gold. Uh, Betty is editor in chief, and Jughead is her only reporter, and nobody else works at the student newspaper. And they're breaking all these investigative reports. What do you think about Betty, Betty and Jughead, uh, ace reporters? Just as a general concept. I like Jughead involved. I think Betty and Jughead is a good axis for those two to be. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I think it gives that both of them an outlet for their like pretty intense ideas. Yeah. Uh, I think it's funny they had a whole dusty room in their school just <laughs> yeah. full of reporting things. That's crazy. It's crazy that there were the school newspaper. What did it get shut down for? What? Whatever. What lack of scandal. Obviously, lack of scandal. I no, worked. They broke Watergate back in the. Oh, did they? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Came out of uh, Woodward and Bernstein worked at right. the Blue, Riverdale Blue and Gold. Yeah, and uh, then that they, was they got the out. original uh, triangle with Deep Throat. Yeah, was in the center Deep Throat was both, Archie. Yeah, they were and, both and involved. Woodward, Woodward Bernstein, and Bernstein. Yeah, obviously Bernstein, clear Veronica, uh, Woodward, classic Betty, straight <laughs> as an arrow. And yeah, uh, I was always more of a Woodward than a Bernstein. <laughs> totally, totally, totally. Uh, yes. Uh, no, I like the pairing too i mean i i'd like to see more of that this i don't know we're, we're getting towards the ending and we're going to talk about the ending a little bit but to me this almost started to feel like it was setting up kind of a buffy dynamic where every episode they're going to solve mysteries as newspaper reporters yeah i'm totally into that i'm a total sucker for that well mm-hmm. i hope they don't do it's a little much to have it be turned into like uh, baby the newsroom yeah uh, so I don't want that, but I do like the idea that you guys get like sort of mediocre shows from HBO. Sure, sure, sure. Stuff. Yeah, of course. Uh, I think that it's a good dream on. Yeah, go on. wow, oh, digging deep. Oh man. Uh, I think I don't want to see that every episode, but it's a nice thing for like for as an information for now. Yeah, it almost feels like these first three episodes they're trying out what kind of show this is, which is a pretty typical thing for yeah. a first season show, but the pilot like we had talked about during the first episode or like a second episode of the podcast was very much establishing the situation and the characters. The second episode was bringing together the core quattro of Jughead and Archie and Betty and Veronica, and now they're just trying a different format, like a different different ideas pushing the darkness and the weirdness to see how much it works so it'll be curious uh, it'll be interesting to see how it turns out in the next well and that's one of the reasons i think this episode felt weird is it felt like procedural much more yep. than the first two and i was i didn't love it, it felt a little like oh this is like uh, the monster of the week episode where it's this football player guy right you had the clear a story and b story which broke up into jughead going after dilton doily and betty and veronica trying to take down this football scandal which we haven't really explained yet and we'll get to in a second yeah um versus it was much more soap opera e the first couple of episodes i think right, right. definitely right. okay well let's talk about the scandal so chuck Captain of the football team, son of the coach, giving everybody sticky maples. So, yeah, uh, Chuck goes out. He's a very active dater. Uh, He's out there just meeting ladies, and he brags about his sexual conquests via Instagram, which is fucked up. Yeah, Yeah. also in a playbook. He's, and also, what what are what are they even doing? I mean, I know we talked about this before, but what is like? Oh man, uh, I put. Do they have a maple syrup filter on Instagram? What is happening? Oh, to be fair, he is a Photoshop whiz. Oh sure, like, he's doing a lot of the work for the Blue and Gold. I think he does. Right, he was it. up all night doing that. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Uh, he, uh, yeah, I don't know. It, it, that's what again. That's, it felt a little fake. Uh, that whole thing. 
But then they find out that they had the football team is keeping this uh, book of all their conquests. They mm-hmm. rate all the women that they uh, mm-hmm. have some sort of because they didn't mention sex really. It's much more right. like uh, plus one for she's the new girl and all this. Yeah, so, it's an interesting thing, right? That we're dealing with Archie comics, which are relatively speaking sex three, sex sex three, sex three. <laughs> That's <laughs> triple sex. <laughs> Sex one, <laughs> sex two. Uh, what, what about sex? Three, 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 three. What were, What did you mean by that? I honestly don't even know. Okay. Sex three. Well, uh, but the sex Archie comics free. are very like yeah. very sanitized. They're right. very like I like you. Let's maybe this kiss is on the cheek. The yeah, dark this is, side of Archie. This is the though. dark side. It's pushing it. We've seen the characters wandering around in their underwear or topless. In the case of Archie, right, Pete? Yep. Right, just yep. like sweaty and hot and like lazy. Don't don't try to bring me into that. I'm just. Saying it's you keep bringing it up, yeah, hot guy. No, like you brought, brought it up, you brought it up. No, no way. So, uh, but I, so you have all of that, but then they pull back and have a stick. I don't know what else to our point earlier that they necessarily would say, but it's a weird thing for them not to mention sex in the book. Yeah, or in the show. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I agree. I will say they are like they're like that whole scene. So the to to if you guys catching up what we're talking about the. They Betty and Veronica plot to get Chuck back for all of his uh, all this terrible Which is shit he's doing. A great move. And they trap him um, in a hot tub where it seems like they're gonna have a threesome. Right. So like for them to be like, Oh, this isn't sexy, but it's like, Oh, but these two girls are in their underwear and are about to get in a hot tub with you, it's like what they're really striding the line and then a way that I like. I like the idea that it, this show is rooted in Archie Comics, which is mm-hmm. like, go, gosh golly, let's go do this. And it's also like, well, no, kids who are in high school are having sex. There's gestures toward a bunch of alcohol also in this. They straight up drug this guy, yeah. which is crazy. In a drink that is, they don't mention alcohol, but it, it right. looks like alcohol. It's one of those weird, it's not really a CW thing, but it is one of those weird teen soap things where often they have to thread the line and it, it's strange it's strange to have something like that now because i do feel like teen soaps have broken so many barriers they, they can talk about abortion they can have a character yeah. a teen character go and get an abortion they can have sex they can talk about different types of sex they can talk about lgbtq sex um all of that stuff is not off the table when it comes to a cw show so it's strange to have them backing off in a certain way, but I guess it's because of those archie roots but i i but i'm saying i think that's that's interesting that yeah highlights the the edge that they're pushing they're pushing on two edges the 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 straight as an arrow uh, like origins of archie and right. this new take where there's like there's murder there's sex there's all these but other things the important thing that they tackled in this episode is that you know in our society of this bullshit boys can be boys it's important that you do step forward and, and stand and say hey this happened you know, so I thought it was really awesome that they, in this episode, you know, they kind of they all stood together and said, "This isn't right. We're not going to stand for this." So they put an end to it. And who cares if he's the captain of the football team and his dad's the coach? You can't do shit like this. Yeah. So I thought it was really awesome that yes, they can't talk about sex and all that, but they all were like, "No, we've all been hurt, so it ends now." Totally. Yeah. I, that I, was awesome. I mean, we all. I think we all are in agreement there, and obviously, we're in agreement. The best way to teach anyone a lesson is to drug them and nearly drown them. <laughs> yes, that's true. That's Sometimes you, you guys... gotta go and do stuff like that. All right, yeah. that's how you guys taught me that lesson that one time. Yeah, that's yeah. true. That's yeah. true. Yeah. So, thank you. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
one of the women that we get to meet this episode is Barb. Barb yeah. shows up. Barb. Yeah. Barb. Shannon Purser from Stranger Things. And it was the very Barb kind of, she was just she's had a little. Yeah. the yeah. closest thing to being Barb as possible <laughs> on television. Right, but another redhead, so things are getting super weird, yeah. I think. Uh, but what did you think about this? So she shows up as somebody who is going to go on the record for Betty about this weird book that the football team has because they previously victimized her. She only shows up a little bit. But what was your thought? How did you feel about her performance, Pete? Oh, it was great. It was great to see her, and I was very happy with the part and what what she kind of stood for. I will say I've been down on their pop culture references in the show a lot. Yep. But hashtag justice for Ethel was pretty funny. Yeah, yeah. that was pretty great. Yeah. I wonder if they had that in the script. Or, or they, they got Chad and Purser and added it on. I, it must have been right. I got it's such a good like just for Barb, just for Ethel. Like it, it was just such a perfect uh, bit of bit of writing. I think the way Ethel enjoys Betty's like pretty aggressive treatment of Chuck, yeah, makes me think she's suspicious. Ethel like is suspicious. Like she is like watching Betty sort of sort of almost drown uh, Chuck. And yeah. she's like smiling. Yeah. Like she's got some sort of like evil streak in her. And that was see more of that. hands down my favorite shot in the entire episode. Yeah. So she it's clearly this weird random insert shot that they got later yeah. where they have Shannon Purser just pop her head out of a door, evilly smile and then sink backwards. Yeah. It, I laughed out loud when I saw that. Yeah, I thought no, that was amazing. It was cool. We are going to see more of Ethel. In, over the course of these episodes, we are. We are? I believe uh, I think Shannon Purser has said she's not in the show a bunch, but she's in a few episodes. Okay, nice. so I think she'll be back. Uh, maybe she's going to have a larger role in this uh, plot. Yeah, we'll see what happens. I think this getting back to all the women banding together. What was great about this episode, and what's been clear about the show so far, is Betty and Veronica and Cheryl Blossom are so much stronger than almost any other element of the show. Like there's stuff that's good in it, but they are clearly the predominant part. And as much as they can keep pushing that is great. Um, I think adding in Ethel and other female characters like her just help flesh out the world and make it more interesting and more fun to uh, hang out in. Yeah. To that point, we got a lot more Josie and the Pussycats this episode. Yes. As their number two fan (laughs) after Rosario Dawson. Yep. What did you think about them in this episode? Well, I thought it was great because at first I just thought that Josie was too cold for no reason. Like, I understand she's serious about her music and love that dedication. Sure, but, as are we. Yeah. Uh, but it was nice to see that the, the relationship uh, was bridged and, and it became a little stronger. And I felt like he did a good job of contributing to the song. He tried know? to invert verses two and three. Yeah. They, they, Josie was loving that shit. Yeah. Archie, I'm just going to put this out there, is a tool. Yeah. <laughs> he is such a dude tool. He's a fanboy. Like, he was sitting there like, yeah, I, but his delivery, too. I mean, I don't want to insult him too much, but his delivery, I'm like, oh, maybe we should invert to verses two and three. Yeah, he sounds like he's never been heard a song before in his life yeah. when he's at the I, He's I just to somebody discovering else. music, okay? Cut him yeah. some slides. This is not one of my favorite words, but uh, a friend of mine described it this way to me, and it's totally accurate. He's a fuckboy. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he's like this blank sort of just like heaving shirtless man <laughs> who's just like, what did I, 
what can I do right now for you? Yeah. You guys watch your hey, music. how about paintings on his skin? What do you think? Paintings on his skin. Not my favorite lyric, lyrical choice. No, not really. Uh, about Josie and the Pussycats, they're crushing it when it comes yeah. to bookings. They're booking like one oh gig a week. Oh, my God. They're, uh, yeah, they're doing a really good job. I don't know who they're They book yeah. one great gig a week. It's yeah. crazy. There was... Uh, Josie explained why they're called Josie and the Pussycats in this episode, yeah. uh, and she said it's because we have to crawl our way into the same rooms you can just waltz into. Yeah, it was awesome. What did you think about that? That was cool. Yeah, you like that explanation? Yeah, it was powerful. I loved it. Yeah. What about you, I Jessica? never thought of Pussycats as the most clawing animals. Yeah, crawling, though. She said crawling? Crawling. I don't. Yeah, I don't think Pussycats really crawl. No, they claw. If she had said something like, we have to roll around in a cute little fuzzball and charm you the yeah. same way into the same rooms you can waltz into. It's not as powerful. Yeah. yeah. I'm, it wouldn't have been as powerful, but it would have made We're going to bat around the earth like we bat around a little ball of yarn. <laughs> um, We're going to hang in there. Let's So let's talk about Betty's transformation in this episode going yeah. full Hulk as things go. So this is something This isn't been... full transformation. We're still... Just I mean, tip of the iceberg. I I'm mean, she you. kind of is having blackouts and going crazy. So that's uh, pretty. That's what happens when you go into a rage. Jesus when you put Christ. on a wig and go crazy. Yeah. So we've had this thing running under the surface. Something happened with her sister Polly and Jason Blossom. Polly is in a mental institution. I think that's what we've or been we told. believe. We haven't seen her necessarily. But this episode, like we talked about, Betty puts on Polly's lipstick, and then when they lure Chuck to Ethel's house, comes out and thinks she's Polly? Yeah. Well, what do you think about this? So she's wearing the black wig, she's wearing the lingerie. Oh, I just figured it she, out. She's actually Polly, and Betty's in the... Do you think so? I thought that, too. I was like, yeah. is Betty Polly? Yeah. It's a little... Because Betty would go to a mental institution for her sister. Oh, you think she, like, went there instead of Yeah. Her? Uh, I was gonna say. I mean, Betty's Alice Cooper is so so crazy acting. Like, one of what if one of the secrets is that uh, Betty, like Polly, is bet like they're they're just one. Per- they've never been two people. They're just that one would person. be crazy. Yeah. Yeah. And that would also haven't you said that Betty probably killed Jason? My guess so far has been that uh, Betty. Yeah, is, if she's is not implicit. on her meds. Maybe she doesn't know who she is. I think she's having. There's some sort of to me some sort of break happening in her and I think we saw that in this episode where she like had a, a, a full on blackout so here's the only thing going against that theory that's really interesting by the way but people have talked about Polly to Betty so do people really see Betty with a wig and think she has a sister named Polly well maybe she, maybe Betty before she, when she was Polly I mean I'm, I'm not saying this is definitely going <laughs> to sure. happen but if we're mm-hmm. uh, uh, throwing out a uh, Weird theories, like what if Betty used to have black hair when right. she was Polly, and she's dyed her hair, now, and she's the sister. Like, and I don't want to always compare the show to Twin Peaks, but in Twin Peaks, they yeah. brought in uh, Laura Palmer's cousin, and she uh-huh. was like a main character, and it was the same actor. Yep, and it wasn't about. It was like I don't want to spoil that show either, but uh, a lot of the characters were like very confused and off put by her because she looks so much like right yeah. and it's you know sometimes if you're really not paying attention you can mistake people like uh the other day i was walking on the street and there was a, a pile of garbage out of flannel glasses and i thought it was you and i was talking to her for like Jesus. 10 <laughs> minutes and then i'm like oh what did i do to you, you? <laughs> what have i ever done to you and let me say oh Pete, if you talk to a pile of garbage for 10 minutes <laughs> you you have issues yeah, that's also. on you <laughs> yeah. that's on you buddy 
All right, so I think we solved uh, what's going on with Betty and Polly. That was a what, crazy scene, though. Crazy scene. Yeah. And if the, I don't know if you noticed at the end, the wig is still in Betty's locker. She's like the Polly, the Polly persona. No matter where who she ends right. up, she brings Polly pocket with her. Yeah, Polly's in the pocket. Yeah, I think. Do you think she actually is having some sort of dissociative thing and did not know that when she forced Chuck into the water? She was screaming, Jason, apologize, Jason. Uh, no, I think that was a, a break. I think that was You like think she, she actually was, had a break? Yeah. Okay. Because I think that's, uh, well, I'll save it for later. I think she's just really into character. You know, she's just like, you know. She's a classically trained actor. Right? <laughs> yes, exactly. So I understand that. I disappear into characters. I have a black wig that I could put on and just become. Do you uh, keep it in your pocket? Yeah, I can become Jason. All right, Jason well, let's Tyler. talk about. Uh, actually, we should talk very quickly about the end of this plot line. So Chuck and the rest of the football team who are involved in this book all got kicked off of the football team. Uh, and Jughead's narration says that there would be terrible consequences for this. What do you think the terrible consequences Their are Their football program is just going to go on the <laughs> They're going to lose states. Yeah, they're going to lose states. They're going to lose scholarships. You know, the, you know yeah. the, the funding. It definitely sounds like what Jughead would be most concerned yeah, about. The funding is gone. I mean... Yeah. Um, I mean, I don't know. They don't give us any sort of clue what that could mean. I yeah. mean, I feel like it means there's they want revenge. Yeah, right. that's what uh, it felt like. Like they're going to do something awful to get, yeah, perhaps to Archie, right, uh, or, or someone. Or I feel like or Veronica. Well, I, I feel like. Or that dusty more... room where the computers are. Right. Yeah, I know. They might shut down the blue and gold, yeah. which would be a nightmare for uh, the They'll tackle fans. it. Right. They're I do breaking think so many stories. Them getting revenge, because Archie's still on the football team. Right. Them getting some sort of revenge on. Yeah, especially how did if... Archie not know about this book thing? Yeah, what's up with Archie? He's just like. Well, that's a good question. I mean, yeah. maybe because he's a new guy, they yeah. haven't really brought him in on it yet. Mm-hmm. Maybe one day they were like, hey, Archie, do you want any pancakes? Wink, wink. And he's like, no, I'm not a big fan of maple. Yeah. And then exactly. they're like, oh, he's not going to like sticky maple. Yeah, he's more of a savory guy. Right. He likes crepes with uh, st- other stuff. In M- mushroom and Swiss? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly, dude. Yeah. Give her a sticky mushroom and Swiss. Yeah, that's, oh, please. that's what they do in Europe. That's not. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, Alex, you're really behaving like a real pile of garbage. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, let's talk about the B plot. Oh, well, let me just say, oh, yeah. back on that, I love that Jughead does that. That, to me, is one of my favorite things about this show, is when they throw these weird clues in. Because the, right. like, a shot of them walking down the hallway and saying, like, the consequences of that are devastating, I'm like, oh, I'm coming back <laughs> for more. You're right. I got a little yeah. taste in my mind, and I, I just love that. Yeah, right. just because anyway. she was eating well, a burger talk. while he was saying. Uh, you you really wouldn't be point. able to hear him speaking his line. Uh, can... Maybe you could get Chuck to Photoshop in a burger because, you know, he's very good at Photoshop. Yeah, he's great at it. Guys. Jughead is investigating the clearly insane survivalist Dilton Doily. Oh, my God. Yeah. How is this guy in charge? Everyone's... This guy is insane. We just spent so much time talking about how crazy Betty is. Dilton's D- running a survivalist. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he's shooting guns in front of kids. Like, what the... He is a kid. He's a kid. The same age. It looks like he's in charge. We talked a lot. We actually didn't talk about Grundy at all yet. But you shouldn't leave your kids alone with this guy. We talked about how Grundy is probably, up until this point, the most unnecessary revamp. That it doesn't really make sense to have, like, kind of kindly old woman suddenly be like hot, sexy teacher who's fucking Archie. Yeah. But 
Dilton Doily's worse. Yeah. It's, it's just, just he's a nerd in the comics. Like yeah. he's a ridiculous nerd. Here he's an insane survivalist who's like, we need guns. We all have to get our guns. Uh, I mean, I, I will say that I've met nerds like that. I I prefer if he was like I'm a fun inventor who invents like Dilton casually invents time machines and shit. <laughs> right. Like, we can't do that in this show. Yeah. So. Can and that's we? A, that's an extreme choice for the comics. Mm-hmm. They made an equally extreme choice in a like a fun, I I don't I like it. I like the choice. It's just I'm surprised how extreme I'm, they went. I think maybe that's why we didn't find the body till a le- a week later is because he invented a time machine. And he tried to go back to All save right. the fact that uh-huh, he actually uh-huh. shot him accidentally, mm. like a ricocheted off of something. Right, and right. Killed that him. makes sense. Yeah. Here's the thing that bothered me about this storyline is how it makes the whole first three episodes really weird and circular, particularly when it comes to this, that we knew Jason Blossom had died. We find out there's a gunshot wound in his head. That ties into, oh, God, Grundy and Archie at 6 a.m. heard this gunshot. Oh, God, they can't tell, they can't tell. And finally, Archie fesses up about the gunshot. We find out it was actually Dilton Doily just shooting a gun, which doesn't connect to anything. But because he was there shooting the gun, that's how he saw Grundy's car. Yeah. So it's just it's this weird storytelling thing where it starts with Grundy and Archie, and in a circular way, it comes back, but... It's more like, I don't know, it feels like it's bouncing back and forth. It's a little weird. It feels a little reckless, yeah. the storytelling. Because if I, in a, in other television shows, they would do, we're like, but Archie, we heard the gunshot. And at the end of that episode, we find out that it was just Dylan's gunshot. Right. Or it would be like, but we heard the gunshot. And we would find out at the end of the plot where it's like, no, no, that was Dilton's gunshot, where they're tying it all together. To right. hear about it, it's a little like weird and laddery. Yeah. But I like, think we don't have all the information getting... yet, so it might make more sense once we have that. Well, but I'm saying what they're doing is closing the loop on the gunshot that right. that Grundy and Archie heard. They're saying, like, oh, it's D- they've explained it away, and they, that's gotten us to the car thing. It reminds me, again, hopefully it won't be like this, of Lost, where they would just be like, oh, what if the polar bear is just this? And it's like... And then we never find it. This polar bear seems so important. And it was like, oh, it just happened to be there. Right. And like that's what this – it seems casual. Yeah, And, and when you're when you're writing something like this, you want everything to mean something important, and it feels a little tossed off. Right, exactly. It feels like a way of – the other cliffhangers that we've gotten so far have all been about the murder. And this one is about putting Jughead in the uncomfortable position of he yeah. knows – why Grundy's car was there, and he knows what was going on, but he can't tell Betty without ruining Betty and Archie's relationship. So it's a little more of a soap opera twist plot point than to the murder thing, and maybe that's another reason it feels so weird. What do you think what? Jughead's going to do? I, I think it's the right I, thing. because gonna I think he's going to publish and ruin uh, <laughs> the relationship. Yeah. Oh, my God. Wow. Jesus. Because he believes in good journalism. Yep. Also, Dilton Doily would be ruined if people found out he was he shooting He should gun. be. That guy is a psycho. I got to say, in that scene, the last so the last scene is when Dilton's in the blue and gold office. His Jughead and Betty are interviewing him, and yeah. he uh, reveals that he saw Grundy's car there. I had weird deja vu when I was watching that scene, uh-huh. and I don't know why. So like, wait, really? Yeah, like I was like, fuck. Have wait, I- did you? Were you by a river when someone was murdered? Y- yeah. Oh, I was oh, having no. sex with my high school, the hottest <laughs> high school teacher in the school. Like, literally, that's ever existed. Yeah, right. Yeah. No, no, that doesn't happen. That's good. Uh, so she was molesting you. Yeah. Well, I mean, 
half a dozen in one side and six in the other. What's that saying? <laughs> Is that was that a sex move? Yeah, <laughs> that's sex three. <laughs> that's so 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 sex three. <laughs> uh, so I, that's weird deja vu there. I don't know what that means. Uh, that's just something personal. But um, yeah, why would you bring that up? Because it's weird. Okay. Uh, I don't know what Jughead's going to do. I think, but oh, to your point about the. I like where we are with Jughead Betty. That yep. situation is is great for the next few episodes. Yeah. So I don't mind if it was a little bit of a shitty. Yeah, it's that was my main problem with this episode in general. Is it felt like it was kind of just coming around to stuff. Pete is giving me the finger right now. Coming around to some stuff to just it it, it felt creakier the storytelling yeah. in general than the first two episodes. So hopefully it'll get back in the next one. Uh, speaking of getting back, real quick, Grundy. Yeah. And Archie are back together. She's giving him lessons, but the only lessons they're getting are fucking lessons. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's part. A lot of music musicians learn through sex, right? So I think that's totally normal. yeah. That's legit. That's a little legit. Uh, right I mean, I played the flute when I was a kid, so this is still very it. weird to me. They're them being together is very weird to me. Them having a relationship is very weird to me. How are you guys feeling about it? Uh, well. Grundy has only ever done the same thing in every interaction where she's just like hyper stressed out and then she kisses Archie. <laughs> like, yeah. I, I want her to do something different. Yes. The, the first shot where we see her when she's driving the car, she's got her sunglasses down yeah. in, the, in the pilot. Like that was great. She seemed like she's got she's got this party girl side. We haven't seen any of that. So I, I want to see that dynamic to explain why she's behaving this way a little more because it's a right. little crazy. The interesting thing I thought was uh, Grundy talking to uh, Frank Andrews, Archie's dad. Fred Andrews. At the, Fred, and Luke, Fred. Luke Perry. Fred. Fred. Oh, Fred, not Fred. Fred. Sorry. Yeah. Fred. Uh, Luke Perry, as Thank we you. know. Yeah. Uh, where Fred, they're at the uh, Taste of Riverdale, yeah, and Archie's was Archie was grounded. Yep. And uh, Fred's like, my son likes music. Is he going to have a career? And Grundy's like, yes. Which... That's fucked up. <laughs> she didn't say that. She said he's it's got very tail. hard he's got and he go. started late, but better to try. She, he said, will he make a living at it? And she said she gave him an affirmative answer. She wants to fuck his son. Yeah. <laughs> also, also, maybe him. Also, yeah. I felt really bad for Luke Perry at the end of the episode. Why? Because he, oh, no. he's, he's in opened up when he used to be super famous. No, because he opened up and decided that he's going to embrace this musician. He's like building the soundproof room. But then once he finds out that he fucked Miss Grundy, he's going to lose his mind. He's going to tear down that That's room. That's what the soundproof room is for. No. That's a sex room. <laughs> That's a garage for sex. I just yep. felt bad for Luke Perry because once he finds out the truth, he's going to be too. very Me too. I also mad. feel very bad for Luke Perry. Uh, let us know if you feel bad for Luke Perry by writing us at comicbookclublive at gmail.com. Before we go, there's a couple of things that we should talk about. Yeah. All right. First of all, this episode, Betty or Veronica? Whose side are you on? Pete. Pete. I'm, I'm all Betty all, all the time. Yeah. I did like... I almost want to say Veronica because she, like, lost a little bit and kind of really put it out there, and I was very happy for that. Yeah. What about you, Justin? Betty or Veronica? Um, Cheryl. What? what? I'm pro Cheryl now. <laughs> what are you talking about? Betty and Jeez. Veronica are they're great. Right now, we're only setting the stage. They're too similar in, their, uh, in the way ridiculous. they are in the show. You're like, ridiculous. I'm not seeing a lot from them. Dude, one of them... It's like Veronica kind of has her stuff together, and Betty's holding on by thin thread that is unraveling very fast, and you think they're too similar. 
I'm just saying Archie is not involved in any of that. So Archie, Ar- sorry, Cheryl's you, much Archie more... in this? You've lost me. I'm not. We asked you a question about two people, and then you said a crazy redhead. Cheryl. Ethel. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm Betty. Barb I'm Betty. If we're going to choose between Betty and Veronica this we're episode. We're going to Betty and Veronica. I'm Veronica. I thought Veronica was uh, was great in this episode. Yep. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Uh, I, she didn't make much of an impression on me What are you episode. talking about? Well, I think that may be hangover. But you're for... Betty. Yeah, I know, but Why I also love Veronica. I, also Veronica you can't say bad things about Veronica. He's a real Archie in this situation. Uh, <laughs> I feel like Veronica Veronica did a fair amount, which is Betty was acting crazier. Yeah. And yeah. she has more like solo scenes. But Veronica, like, I think she was out there doing the right thing and she's also like, Yo, Betty, cool. stop drowning that yeah, guy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> she's like, Yo, yeah, don't murder chill, that guy. Right? Yeah. Yo, uh, get your foot off of his head. Stop giving him a sticky maple. All right. Who killed Jason Blossom? Now, again, we're very close to the point where uh, um, you guys are catching up to me, so I'm going to hopefully join in on this very soon. But the last episode that I'm going to recuse myself from this, what do you guys think? What's your theory? Who killed Jason Blossom? Justin. I think uh, Polly did. And by that, I mean Betty in the Polly. I've always positioned Betty and Betty's mom as very close to this murder. Okay. Uh, and I think Betty, psychotic break, Polly is going to be very much involved in this. I will say, now that we know she doesn't remember the points when she's Polly, definitely supports that theory quite a bit. Yeah. Interesting. Said it from the Cheryl beginning. all day, every day. Still? Why do you think Cheryl? What's your evidence Because she lies all day, and they dress similar, and she's creepy, and there's a lot going on there. She dresses like her brother? That's what she they did like. this whole, like... Dress up, I'm going to murder you thing. They feel like like those creepy twins you see in horror movies. You think maybe those twins usually don't kill each other. You think maybe she's just Jason in a wig? Oh, Ooh. that's pretty good. Interesting. All right. I'm going to go with Dilton Doily. I think Dilton Yeah. Doily. No, I don't know. Um, all right, guys. I'm very curious to hear. Because it was a headshot. I think he, he sniped him. He was tied up when he was shot. So that's an easy to get a headshot when your target is tied to a chair. <laughs> whatever. It's, I still think uh, Doyle, Doily or whatever his name Delta is. Doily. Yeah. Headshot, dude. All right, Doily. guys. Thank you so much for listening to Riverdale After Dark. If you'd like to check out our live show, as mentioned, it's every Tuesday night at 8 p.m. in New York, totally free. We also have a Patreon account, patreon.com slash comic book club, where you can check it out, support the shows. We do shows now. So many. Now and for the last 10 years. Yeah, there you go. So you can support that. Uh, And we'll see you guys next week for Riverdale After Dark. Justin? Give me that sticky mail!